Hello everyone, my name is Ravi Kumar, President at Infosys. Welcome to the next version of Trailblazers. Today I have two very exciting guests on this show, um, dear friends of mine and um, the governor of uh, Indiana, the 51st governor of Indiana, Eric Holcomb, and Jim Schlenger, the Commerce Secretary of the State of Indiana. Thank you so much for talking to us. Um, I'm so excited to have you both uh, on this uh, chapter of Trailblazers. We do this. Um, We've been doing this for the last one year, mm. and this is about uh, individuals who are making significant impact to the societies we live in and uh, the industries we represent. And uh, I have to say this, right, uh, I meet a lot of governors and government officials across the world. Uh, I, I can never compare what I get, get at Indiana with any other state <laughs> or any other government across the world. Very Thank you so you. much. Thank you so much for all the partnership. So, Governor, you know, I have... Uh, uh, seen from 2016, so much you have kind of progressed in the state. Next level jobs is an initiative, next level roads. I love the next level connections, mm. how to bring users uh, who, who are not served on the digital highway for internet to yeah. roads to airlines. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's been such a phenomenal journey with intensity. Um, the one thing which, which kind of uh, really stands out is the statement you made, uh, bringing Indiana to the world and uh, bringing the world to Indiana. What do you precisely mean by that? Uh, because I have not seen any other state saying this. Mm -hmm. Well, we're number one, our, you know, we're a welcoming state. Uh, we, we're known for our hospitality, our Hoosier hospitality, and we mean that. And we're a state that uh, kind of, from our very beginning, forged our way out of the forest, you know, a couple centuries ago. And we've been um, welcoming folks to, our, to our, this land um, since the very beginning. And then, therefore, innovating our way um, to tomorrow with uh, company by company, generation by generation. And when you look through the evolution of um, corporate America, you can really find companies, world-class companies, whether it's in the auto industry or the life sciences or in agriculture. Um, you pick it, you can find it in Indiana, and then you find companies who have um, survived and thrived because they've had this global outlook. I always say we want to grow globally. We want to grow locally and globally at simultaneously. And we know as you get around the world, the world gets smaller and smaller and smaller and time goes faster and faster and faster. And, and when you're addressing mutual problems, I mean, I was, um, you know, talking with, and, and the Secretary Schellinger was there, we were talking with Prime Minister Modi about mutual challenges that my state, his nation, two democracies, his happens to be the largest in the world, uh, but the same um, challenges, nutrition, uh, um, healthcare delivery, education, higher education. What does higher education mean today? And um, that's why we're just so um, excited uh, to have emphasis here in the state of Indiana because um, you are a uh, corporate beacon of innovation. And truly to take your company, our state, uh, to the next level, we have to do it together. And we want as much brain power, as much innovation, as much energy as we can pack inside our borders. 
And for a state like Indiana, which you and I have talked about, that's 83% still farmer forest, a lot of terrain out there, um, feeding the world, by the way, um, we can expand our playing field as long as every Hoosier, every guest feels connected, not only to one another on the street, block by block, neighborhood by neighborhood, but connected to the world. And that's why we're making these investments in our infrastructure and our greatest asset, our people. Thank you, Governor. That was, uh, that was uh, so powerful, what you just said. Uh, switching to Secretary Schellinger, you know, I've seen you're one of the few rare individuals who straddled from the corporate world to the, go to the government, and you've done that with such seamless ease. And uh, you've, got a, you've got so much accomplishments in the corporate world, right? You know, the airport in Indianapolis, mm -hmm. uh, the JW Marriott Hotel, you know, great design, uh, design milestones for, for the state. Um, 2018 has been a phenomenal year for the state of Indiana for jobs. Um, 300 companies, 31,000 job commitments. Yes. Um, tell us quickly mm -hmm. about how the quality of these jobs are and mm -hmm. which industries they span across. Well, they're very, very productive, very high-paying jobs in all industries, uh, much in manufacturing, but none larger than the tech industry than you. Uh, but you've added so much to Salesforce and to Wipro, whom you work with, I know, in, in, in concert with. Um, it's been magical for our city and our state. And it, you know, it all comes down to, Robbie, as you know, uh, from our first visit when I came over to see you in India. We have a story to tell, and it's all about the state that works. And we've had, we're now on our third major consecutive governor that, could, that has a vision, and it's all been an upward trajectory. And so the team, we follow the leadership, right? So it's uh, when we get out in front of anybody domestically or out in front of people internationally, we tell our story, our batting average is really high because it's just, we have a story to tell, and we're in the heart of the heartland, crossroads of America, and uh, everything is intersecting here in Indiana. And it is across industries. Across industries. Great. Um, you know, of all the states and the state governors I've met, you're the one who speaks the most about skills and uh, hmm. workforce of the future. Uh, the Markle Foundation partnership you did um, to skilling Indiana and, and bringing, bringing the citizens of the state the kind of skills needed for the future and the businesses here. Uh, give us a view of how, how that is going and uh, how that is uniquely positioned for the state of Indiana. Oh, the Markle Foundation, I asked them um, when we became the second state in America state, yeah. to join um, as a skillful state, I said, why, why Indiana after the deal was done? And, and they said, because you're doing, not talking. And, and that requires some focus, that requires some courage, um, that requires that if you want a different end result, you have to probably yourself do some things differently, whether it has to do with your structure, the goals that you set, um, how high you do aim, um, what uh, the, the amount of resources that you're willing to, in a, in a joint exercise, bring to bear um, to solving this. And so we looked at population scarcity, how we attract talent from outside of our state to grow as critically important um, to where we're going to be 10 years from now. And we can do the math. We're not um, mathematical deniers. 
and we know how many baby boomers are out there. We know how many are incarcerated, 27,000 in the state of Indiana. And because of workforce development programs, our recidivism rate's gone down 4% just, just since 2017 because they're getting good jobs and because the jobs are there. Uh, and so if we're gonna continue on this trajectory, as the secretary mentioned, um, we know that whether it's in precision agriculture, life sciences, aerospace, aviation, auto, manufacturing, advanced manufacturing, whatever the sector is, um, we know that we're going to have to skill up folks who are already the 1.1 million who are in our K through 12 pipeline right now. We have to make sure there's no leaks in that pipeline and that they're leading to uh, a progression and uh, in one's life and to the next step and the next step and the next step, stackable credentials and certificates uh, that lead to degrees when that person and their passion align to taking that next step. And, and we're going to continue to fund um, programs and value policies that work for people. We, we always say we're a state that works and I always say we're a state that works comma for all. No matter what your background is, rural, urban, suburban, um, uh, we want to make sure that you're aware and that you have access to an opportunity where you get to determine your own destiny. And in a state like Indiana, in the heart of the heartland, we're going to express our heart in the process. Terrific. That's terrific. That's so, that's so compelling, you know, what I just heard. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the things which fascinated me as we set this center up here is two-thirds of the people who we <laughs> get in this center are actually from adjacent <laughs> neighboring states. And there are two parts there. There's some who have come to study here, and they were going back looking for jobs elsewhere. They're, yeah. gonna, they're continuing to stay with us. Yeah. And there's some who are actually studying elsewhere who do not know Indianapolis and the state of Indiana. Once they come in here, I think it's, they find it very attractive. Yeah. The, the big challenge is to bring them here. Uh, once they come here, they're, they're, they're okay with it. You know, are you doing anything to make this a magnet for attracting talent from other states? For sure, and it's, um, the governor's very modest, but his, in the First Lady's Last Mile program is coding, and these guys are getting out with a job. It's a big deal. It might be a, a, something that we could partner with emphasis on as well, because they're, they're being trained in your likeness in many respects. But we have a lot of things going outside the state. IDC, we constantly are advertising in every state about a state that works. And when the governor was first elected, he appointed a secretary of career and talent attraction. And Blair Milo, Secretary Blair Milo, full time job, a direct report to the governor, is getting the word out to bring our workforce. First and foremost, Ravi, as you just mentioned, keep them here that are already here, but then second, bring them in. And I think the governor's program has been effective. 31,800 people migrated to Indiana last year for jobs. You mentioned at the podium today. Um, and that's not by chance. That's by design and by strategy. Absolutely. In fact, yesterday I was uh, with the Salesforce guys um, in, a, in a meeting at the World Economic Forum. And I was telling them uh, about how uh, we are in this mission together to build Indiana as the tech hub of the Midwest. The fact that 50 of our clients, 40 of them actually are not from the state of Indiana right. who are executing work here. And it is your vision actually about making this bold statement of, can this be the tech hub of the Midwest? Yeah. 
uh, what's your view? Where do you think we are in that in that journey, and uh, how much do you think we need to achieve to get there? Yes. Well, we're we're moving in the right direction, and we're gaining momentum every day. And uh, as as I've said, success attracts success. So when one um, employee or employer is talking to their cohorts around the country about, you know, in Indiana, the, they no longer um, will tax your um, state income if you're in the military, your pension, um, or uh, in the state of Indiana, we're, we're reaching out and we're trying to scrape uh, alumni roles that may have gone to Notre Dame or Purdue or IU or Hanover or Ivy Tech. If, if, if they've left the state of Indiana, we're reaching back out to them. Our, our companies themselves are reaching out around the world. You, Salesforce. Um, Salesforce um, mentioned to me that they, they knew that it was working because they got a guy to move to Indiana in February from Honolulu. <laughs> and uh, you know, they thought that was a really good sign because you're right, you know, we become sticky when people arrive here. Yep. And they understand the true definition of quality of life and no congestion and um, whatever uh, speed you're looking for, cost of living, in a world-class higher education institutions in your backyard, uh, access to them. Um, these Very are, tightly integrated academics, government and corporates. Yes, and, and our philanthropic wing, who's been with us from the very start as well. So companies um, that have done well um, are giving back. Uh, Lilly Endowment to name just one, but there are our foundations, our um, associations, whether it be the Chamber of Commerce or the Manufacturing Association or the NFIB, everyone um, uh, looks at a challenge and seeks the solution. And so we really do come together shoulder to shoulder. Some people are in the back pushing, some people are in the front pulling, and everyone's you know, moving forward in lockstep. And that's because we have a plan, we're very transparent, we turn our cards face up, and we say, here's where we wanna go, are you with us? And our, our problem usually is, okay, we got more, more we, can't, we can only put five guys on the floor you know, at the same time, or nine on the field, or you pick it, or 11. And, and uh, it's making sure we're getting the right people at the right time and then we're subbing in and we're moving down the field together. And that's, um, that's a special uh, recipe when you have all the ingredients. Yep. Um, and and we, don't, we don't take it for granted. That's exactly what it is. Yep. It's that ecosystem maturing yep. um, at the right scale and pace. Yep. In uh, fact, we I had, yep, sure, sure. I have time to meet with those 40 companies to get them to come to Indiana. So if you make that introduction and give me that list, <laughs> I'm there. Absolutely. You know, we're so excited about the ecosystem. In fact, uh, today has been a great day on the BEAM signing for the Corporate Training University. It'll be the largest in corporate America. Uh, it's a national facility for us. And the ease at which we got to this point almost talks about how easy it is to do business in Indiana, bring a set of very diverse stakeholders together for a common cause yeah. and a common purpose. Um, so we're very excited about what the future looks like for Infosys uh, orchestrating out of, in, out of Indiana. Yeah. Thank you again, Governor, for Thank spending you, time today. Thank you, Secretary Schrodinger, for spending time with us. Thank you so much.